It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. I am Vanessa Grace, your host. Today is already a delightful morning for me. I mean, you may be listening to this at any time of the day, but it is morning for me and I'm feeling on top of the world because it's just 9 a.m. and I already got a bunch of stuff done and I am not an early morning person. So I'm feeling good about myself. Today, I really wanted to talk to you more about intuition. It's such a fascinating topic, and I think that if more people were using intuition in their lives and, like, knew how to access it, how to trust it, and how to follow through with the nudges and the encouragement and the ideas that it was giving people, like, the world would run better. Um, And so I just want to share more about intuition with you. And... So I'm just going to go through some simple ideas that I've, okay, they're, they can be simple, but sometimes they feel complicated to get there. But once you get there, you're like, oh, that was so easy. Why was that so hard for me? So let's just go through some three kind of like bullet points of things that you can heighten and encourage within yourself um, and practices that you can do to just like bring intuition opportunities closer into your life. So the first one is feeling simple and open. And really, what does that even mean? So oftentimes we'll have like an agenda for our day and it can be really, um, really full. And so we feel like um, anything that pulls us away from that agenda or, you know, to-do list or whatever for the day is a complete distraction and a waste of time. So if you're feeling simple and open, you can have that agenda um, for the day or for the moment, but that you are available to being influenced by circumstances around you to make decisions based on what's happening in real time in your life. And that means that if you have an agenda and something crosses your path, you have the capacity to be curious about its symbolism and meaning in your life on a deeper level and process that and determine that a new path may need to take direction for your day. Um, Or you may need to assess and like process and meditate and pray about if a, a portion of your life needs to adjust and course correct. And so being open just means that you are available to hear a new idea. You're available to actually witness something crossing your path that is the universe or God suggesting that this might be a good thing to take action on right now, or that this might be a good concept to process and consider right now. And you're just available to do that. Curiosity is so meaningful. If you have a strict agenda for the day or or even for life, what room is there for curiosity to explore um, side quests 
and alternate paths. Um, because if intuition is nudging you in those directions, um, you have to be open enough and curious enough to be willing to follow it. Um, feeling simple, to me, that means that your mind isn't a clutter of a bunch of things. And so having an uncluttered mind is important. Um, so I'm going to share a side story here real quick. I once ordered um, an online product that was to help you organize your office area and your to-do list and your life goals. And it was very amazing. It's called Learn Do Become. And they had this process where you basically did this gargantuan brain dump of everything on your to-do list, everything on your bucket list, everyone you wanted to have a relationship with, a connection with, a conversation with, um, philosophies that you wanted to develop within yourself, character traits that you needed to undo or add. And it, 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 it took a week or two to write everything down. But once you wrote everything down, they brought you through this process of um, how to create a life where you could actually go through and do everything on that to-do list. And it was really great. But the point that I'm making here is that I literally had like 10 or 20 pages of stuff in my head. Um, and I felt so free when I did not have all of that stuff in my head. I felt like I had more space to hold new ideas and to just notice myself. Um, it's probably time for me to do another gargantuan brain dump again. It's been a few years um, and I think that would be useful for me. But an uncluttered mind just means that maybe a different container, like a piece of paper or your computer, is holding all of your ideas. You don't have to worry that one of them is going to slip out of your conscious awareness and like fall off of your consciousness plate and you're going to forget that you want to do it or need to do it because it is written down somewhere that you consistently look. And so having an uncluttered mind frees you up to have the energy to follow the side trail, to notice when intuition happens to feel simple because you feel uncomplicated inside. Um, and so those are just some different ways that you can work on feeling simple and open. The next way I want to talk about to just like draw you into the the skill of being able to use your intuition is to talk about being connected with your body and with your feelings. If you listened to the three-part series that I did on the brain and trauma, you'll know part of this. But our body has a lot of information to give to the right side of our brain. And the right side of our brain is the portion that processes um, more artistic, nonlinear things. It, it kind of like goes in loops and swirls that don't, um, maybe make sense to the left side of the brain, which is logical. So the right side is more artistic. And, um, if speech is coming from, or thought is coming from the right side of the brain, it's going to be 
one word or a fragment of words that are like incomplete. It, it sounds like flowing poetry um, and there's an emotional quality to it, but it's not like you're going to write that down and write an essay with those phrases. So if you've accessed a part of yourself where you're describing something and you can't quite get the words out the way you want to and you're like, I have this feeling in a sense and there's a quality about it, but I don't know how to describe it. You've accessed your right brain, which is actually really great because that means you're one step closer to the information coming from your body. And we have to have the connection between our body and our brain and then from our right brain to our left brain for the left brain to have enough accurate information to really process what's happening. Because the left brain will make up a story about what is happening and not that it's lying to itself. I'm not saying that. It will use the information that it has to make something make sense. And that means that there has to be a connection between the body and the right brain and then the right brain and the left brain for all of that to move um, efficiently and um, for it to even happen. Um, and so if you want your intuition to be heightened, um, honoring the sensations that happen in your body and noticing them and being curious about what they mean for you. If you have a tightness happening in your chest, what does that mean? If you feel like your guts are going to liquefy, you're going to have to run to the bathroom. What does that mean for you? For some people, it means fear. For some people, it means nervousness. For some people, it means that they're trying something new and they don't know how to handle it. Um, if your feet are tingling, what does that mean for you? And just notice the sensation and wonder um, and be curious and drill into it and look up what emotions mean and look up what emotions are described as. You know, there's this really interesting um, study that was done. I think it's in Finland. Um, where they had people draw on pieces of paper that had, the pieces of paper had an outline of the body. So you drew on this body where you felt different emotions in your body. And um, there was a lot of commonality and overlap in that. There was about 700 and something people in the study. And so I'm not sure that that's large enough for it to be generalizable to the, the world. Usually there has to be a lot more research on something, um, but it's still intriguing. And if you want to get a quick snippet of what, what they found in that research, there's this little um, internet show got, called Good Mythical Morning, and they actually talk about that study a little bit um, in season six, episode 71 and it's called Where Do We Physically Feel Emotions? If you want a more in-depth description of it, you can go to curiosity.com and just search in their search bar um, emotions in the body. And I think it's the only article that will come up. And it, it goes way more in-depth to all the other different facets of the study. But it really shows how our emotions are represented in our body and that the emotions are really chemical and hormonal reactions that are happening in our body. This is the reason why 
paying attention to our body sensations leads us to awareness about our emotions. And then that can, being aware of our emotions helps us be sentient to when our intuition is telling us something. And it's like faster than having to think a thought because it's um, instantaneous in the body. And then you can go, oh, that means something to me. I know what that means to me. And when you have repeated awareness um, of what that feeling in your body means to you, you can act on it quicker rather than having to process it through um, your consciousness uh, with sentences. And so your intuition will go faster and you can respond to it more swiftly when you are connected to your emotions. There is a lot more work for intuition to do if you can't access your emotions. And so that's like that's why being connected to your body and your feelings is really going to help your intuition happen more. Now, I know I'm saying all this stuff like all of these things have to be happening for intuition to happen at all. No, intuition can break through a cluttered mind where you're having an awful day and you feel totally disconnected from your body and uh, all of these things. Intuition can still break through. Um, it just is a lot harder and um, you still have to be willing to listen to it. And that's kind of the next thing is so thing one is feeling simple and open thing two is being connected to your body and your feelings and then thing three is not using your own willpower to be really good at utilizing and acting on your intuition you can't be in a place of using your own willpower and what that means to me is that you're not forcing your own expectations on what an intu intuitive moment might mean. You're not basing it on your own belief systems, your own expectations of how something is going to go, the path that you want it to go, and what you want. Um, because if intuition says, go here, go, go down path C, but you're like, no, I want path A, you're going to have a really hard time accepting that path C um, might actually be... Um, better for you in the long run because it doesn't look attractive to you right now. And so you imposing your willpower uh, on intuition makes it harder for you to accept that that's really what's going to be better and to follow through on it. And so then you'll go down your own path and path C will be, um, you know, untread for you and maybe your path will work out, but you won't get what path C offered which was apparently what intuition was really recommending for you. And your path may be a lot more difficult. There may be um, easier moments or more fun moments down the intuitive path of C. So intuition, um, what it's asking you to be aware of or do can challenge um, you feeling like you have a semblance of power or control in your life um, because it means that you're trusting in something else. Wherever you believe intuition comes from, God, the universe, another higher power, your higher self, your soul, um, it, it means that you trust that 
And so that you're kind of locking arms with it and being like, yes, we're going to be in this dance together. Um, and that can be really scary for some people. So not using your own willpower, you know, the third recommendation that I'm making is really saying that you have the capacity to trust. Um, trust that you can give over some life control and power to whatever you feel intuition is or where it comes from. Um, and again, what intuition guides you to may be uncomfortable for you because it might challenge your assumptions about life and your beliefs about life. But what I have found is that when it challenges that, what it's really doing is allowing you to see more ways to be in the world and more ways um, that people are in the world. And it's teaching you something about yourself. And that could be uncomfortable, but at the end of it, um, you know, at the other side of learning this thing, there's always wonder and amazement because now you are a better person. And I'm not saying all this to make you think that like, oh, intuition only leads you to hard, difficult things. That is not true. Intuition leads you to a bunch of amazing things as well. But you need to be warned that, you know, there's pieces of it that are like, oh, this is weird. Um, I wasn't expecting this. What? This can happen? Um, and so you just need to know that going in. Um, intuition is often going to be something that you weren't expecting to hear. If you were expecting to hear it, you would have thought of it yourself. Did you hear me? If you were expecting to hear what intuition had to say to you, you would have already thought of it yourself and then intuition didn't need to help get you there. Intuition is supposed to help you get where you're going faster or help you grow as a person or help you avoid danger or people that aren't supposed to be in your life that you don't need to be part of or around. It's supposed to help you like having an extra plate of information in your brain. So you've got one plate of information and intuition is like, here, I'm going to give you another plate so that you can live a more heightened, amazing life with this extra information that everyone has access to. They just have to know how to grab that other plate. Um, and so because it's information that you at this moment couldn't have thought of yourself, it can feel surprising and it can come through as um, words in your mind. It can come through as a, a completed thought that's not necessarily words, but a thought that you suddenly understand. It can be a feeling in your body. It can feel like a warning or it can come through um, as an idea that came through your conscious mind that you're like, wow, I am fully aware that I do not have the personal life history to have thought of that on my own because it doesn't connect to anything else that makes sense to me. And so knowing the different ways that intuition can come to you is going to be really important. So how do you tell the difference between willpower and intuition? Um, we can have these little fights with ourselves and our mind about our thoughts and where they came from. Was that really from God or was I just thinking that? Was that really my soul trying to tell me this or was I just getting caught up in my own mind? Was that really 
um, intuition leading me in that direction or do I just really, really want that really bad? And so willpower, things coming from yourself are going to have a lot more emotion and expectation attached to them. There may be a sense of urgency or even like an underlying flavor of fear with it. There can be tension involved in it. With intuition, um, it's going to feel more calm and unrushed. And the voice um, or what happens will just feel, um, have a quality of firmness and absoluteness about it, but it won't be domineering or judgmental. It's actually firmness with love. Um, and it comes through um, sounding very clear or the experience that you have, if it's a, a visual experience or an auditory experience or a body sensation experience, there can be clarity of what you're supposed to do or action, um, but it can feel so unexpected that you're like, wow, why was that so clear? I'm not used to that. I must have made it up. But the clarity and the loving firmness that it comes through with is the quality of the feeling. Um, and when you begin to know what your own thoughts and feelings are like in your body, you begin to understand what intuitive feelings, thoughts, and sensations are like in your body. And you can start to tell the difference. And that might seem like really intimidating. You're like, oh my God, there's so much to learn. Well, when you just begin and you start climbing the mountain, you begin to understand pieces of this and it becomes super amazing. And suddenly you look back and five years later, um, you're like, wow, I'm an expert in this now. And I totally know how to hear and follow through and trust on my intuition. Um, and it's totally worth the journey because you'd be five years older anyway. Why not do the internal awareness work so that you can have access to this amazing resource to make your life so much better, so much safer, to make those connections with people that are supposed to be in your life and to not waste time on the people that are going to harm you in some way or drag you down or just, you know, they're not part of your life plan. So these are the three ways that you can heighten your intuition. Feeling simple and open, connecting into your body and your feelings, and not using your own willpower. I hope that you just begin this journey of amazing internal spiritual work and exploration around your own intuition. I would love to hear from you. Go ahead and DM me on Instagram at Soul Amplified if you want to share what your intuitive experiences have been as you're growing. You can also email me, Vanessa at soulamplified.org. I want to hear from you guys about like how intuition is shaping up in your life and the discoveries that you are making. If you are interested, as always, in exploring more about codependency, feel free to reach out to me and get on my schedule for a free 30-minute breaking free of people-pleasing session. We're going to strategize about how to help you overcome your people-pleasing and your codependency and kind of get a jump start in your life. I really, really want that for you. If you've been listening to this podcast, you are connecting into the spirituality, things that I say, 
and the information that I'm giving you about relationships, self-care, and people-pleasing. You don't have to keep stopping yourself from going to the next level. Getting on a call with me about breaking free of people-pleasing will help you get to the next level. Have a wonderful, blessed day, and go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.